Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another edition of the Sampasil Podcast on the Ambiguous Network. And right now, I'm going to be bringing you the latest and greatest going on around the world of Hollywood. Hope everyone is having a wonderful Tuesday. And right now, I'm going to be talking about Tom Hanks being awarded one of the highest marks that an actor could possibly receive at the Golden Globes. Plus, I'm going to be talking about some things that are happening with Joker, the brand new Todd Phillips movie. But the first thing I want to get into is a few trending trailers that came out today. And the first one that I want to get into is the first for the Safdie Brothers new film, Uncut Gems. It's starring Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett, Idina Menzel, along with a cameo from radio personality, sports anchor, Ryan, Mike Francesca. And this is a movie that I've really been interested in. I was Good Times to me is one of my favorite films of 2017 when it came out. I was blown away by the way that the Safties really were indie filmmakers in the way that they, they told the story, a really gritty, personal, emotional journey about this man who would do anything for his brother and the fact that really layering somebody who would go to great lengths to be who they want to be and, and, and be do whatever they want for their loved ones. And I think the Safdies created a very gritty, real New York City that you would see anywhere that you walked if you were in the city. And Robert Pattinson gave a terrific performance, really just seeped into being a natural New Yorker with the accent and everything that he encased in his performance I thought was terrific. And so hearing about Uncut Gems, I've really been excited for this one. And it premiered at the Telluride Film Festival, and it's been getting amazing reviews as of lately specifically for what the Safdie brothers have done directing wise once again and kind of like what happened with Pattinson Adam Sandler is the star of this movie and he has been getting a lot of pre-awards season buzz for Uncut Gems a lot of critics and studio heads have seen on this movie and seeing this trailer to me it's just another addition in the Safdie brothers and what they do best and it just seems like a a continuation of what they did, not in terms of the story or anything or the characters, but in terms of what what they brought from Good Times over to Uncut Gems seems just in the way that they're exploring the diamond market in New York City and the way that Adam Sandler is portraying this New York guy in a way that is somebody who's a sports better at the same time is getting into all this trouble. And you have Francesa and you have Kevin Garnett who's playing himself, which I think is awesome and I cannot wait to see the acting chops that he pulls off because it doesn't seem like he's just doing a cameo from what the trailers show it seems like he'll have a really good supporting role in this film and then you have Idina Menzel who I didn't really recognize at first until I saw at the end credits when they come up with the title and then they come up with a lot of the information of who directed and who starred in it and all that fun jazz and Idina Menzel's name was on there and I was like oh that's who it was Idina Menzel and so this seems like the rapport that her and Sandler have together looks incredible and I'm really excited for this one it's jumped up in my most anticipated see for the rest of the year I hope this one's an awards potential one especially for the Safdie brothers who I think are on the rise they're some of the best indie filmmakers in the industry today they just pump out amazing content that it's it just it goes into the human psyche of of beings really and as raw as they possibly can and I think in this one we see Adam Sandler's kind of quote-unquote descent into craziness really where he just goes insane and and I love seeing that and I think that's what they showed also in Good Times with Robert Pattinson and so to see all the reviews that this one has been getting it's great I'm excited for this one again the Safdie brothers are people that I love I love everything that every film that they do 
is on my most anticipated, and this one is no different. And so once again, it stars Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett, and Idina Menzel. And of course, I can't forget a cameo by my Francesa, who, if you watch the Red Band trailer, if, if you're somebody who loves to gamble and loves to kind of bet on a bunch of stuff, I think if you ever do gifts or emojis, or especially gifts and memes, I think what Francesca says, at least in what he says in the trailer, is without a doubt going to show what he can do and and, and what lines that he's going to be putting in as a bookie that Adam Sandler goes to throughout the movie. It's going to premiere on December 13th in the United States. It premiered at the Film Festival of Telluride. Guys, what do you think of Uncut Gems? Let me know what you think down below in the comment section and leave your thoughts. Next trailer I want to get into is an El Camano, a Breaking Bad movie trailer. This is one where I was shocked to see it because Netflix announced that they would be having a trailer on September 22nd, which was on Sunday night, which was the night of the Emmys. And we did get that, but it was more of a teaser trailer, not announcing anything. And I said yesterday on, on my podcast that really I would love the fact that if they didn't really show any footage about this, and they really just went off the name brand of this being Breaking Bad with Aaron Paul back as Jesse Pinkman once again. But then today, we got a, an, an actual trailer with footage from the movie, and I have to say, especially if you're a Breaking Bad fan, and Vince Vince Gilligan said this in the Hollywood Reporter article, that people are going to love this, especially if you're a Breaking Bad fan, you're going to love it. And I think that's exactly what it, what we got. We got the continuation of Jesse's story, and we got that 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 Breaking Bad sense, but at the same time, it felt cinematic, which is what he wanted to actually do with this movie and make it a movie instead of a TV show. And so I'm really excited to see what he does with this story and if it really is going to close out Pinkman's arc in Breaking Bad or if it's going to continue it down the line but I cannot wait for this it definitely seems like an upgrade in from a tv show to a movie Aaron Paul is amazing he seems like and he said in the article he's got a handle on this character and that it was just he didn't need any time to get back into it he just it was like the snap of the fingers where he was Aaron Paul and then all of a sudden he was Jesse Pinkman and so I love that and I cannot wait for people especially I know friends of mine who are Breaking Bad fans that love this show and I think are really excited for this movie and I love the poster too you, you just need Aaron Paul's signature on this you just need him and the El Camano which is the title of the of the movie and it's a car so they're they're gonna have that in there so I just think you need that they're advertising it like that and I think this is gonna be a big hit for Netflix that nobody saw coming until the teaser was dropped in late summertime for this Breaking Bad movie, El Camino. Guys, what do you think? Are you excited for this movie? Let me know down below in the comment section and leave your thoughts. And one quick thing, guys, I want to get into is today, The Rock and Sony Pictures dropped a brand new poster for Jumanji The Next Level. It basically has the four stars, The Rock, Jack Black, Karen Gillan, and Kevin Hart, who were the mainstays of the first film, or the quote-unquote second film from the Jumanji franchise, Welcome to the Jungle, which was a big hit in 2017, which warranted this sequel. And you just have them in the background of a bunch of baboons, Rafiki-like baboons in the background. And they didn't come with any trailer. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a trailer tomorrow, maybe. That wouldn't surprise me. Sometimes posters come before the trailer, so studios like to get the... Instead of doing a little teaser sometimes before the trailers, they'll put out a little poster and then the trailer. Or they'll do like what El Camino did today and do the poster and the trailer at the same time. 
So it could be either or, or we couldn't get anything maybe until some other time down the line. This movie doesn't come out until December, so there's a little bit of time left to get the marketing campaign going. But I wouldn't be surprised if sometime this week or next week to accompany Joker, which we'll talk about in a little bit, I wouldn't be surprised if they put something out because that is the next big film to come out this fall season. But guys, what did you think of the poster for Jumanji The Next Level? Let me know down below in the comment section and leave your thoughts. The next thing I want to talk about is our good old dear friend, Mr. Tom Hanks, who will be playing Mr. Fred Rogers in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood this year. And I can't believe he, he hasn't been the recipient for this award yet. But this year, for the Golden Globes, which is the quote-unquote kickoff to award season, even though the festivals Telluride, Toronto, Venice, New York, which is happening this week, are really the kickoffs to the long haul of award season. But in terms of the award shows, when people start getting on that train again for award season, that's really when it starts up again as the Golden Globes. And every year, they have a Lifetime Achievement Award given out, and it's called the Cecil B. DeMille Award. And people from the past, such as last year was Jeff Bridges, Denzel Washington, Oprah Winfrey won it two years ago. A lot of people have won this award for their accomplishments as an actor and just as a Hollywood icon in the industry. And this year, it without a doubt, especially for what he's doing this year, Tom Hanks will be the recipient for the Cecil B. DeMille Award and he'll be honored with it at this year's Golden Globes. And I can't think of anybody more deserving. Again, like I said at the top, I I can't believe he hasn't won this yet, and he deserves it for everything he's done in this industry as a producer, as somebody who's just an icon in Hollywood, and for being one of the greatest actors of all time between one of his his breakout really with Big and then his dramatic breakout with Philadelphia and Forrest Gump and Saving Private Ryan are just some of the 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 films in his early years that it's incredible to think that he's still in the game today and he's come out with some great things in this decade alone but when you think about things that he did in the past it's it's stacked and it's incredible and he's just he brings a, this warmth to people and he brings this warm love whenever you watch one of his movies and even when it's a serious movie like a Philadelphia which is heartbreaking but at the same time Tom Hanks in that role gives you hope and love along with that heartbreak and he's just somebody that with big you just it just warms your heart to see him in that role and then with something like a foreign scump who even as somebody who has such a low IQ he's able to just what wherever you're watching you're just able to 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 just inject it into your heart and inject it into your blood that you just love this character and he's able to make you love every single one of his characters and even in this decade between what he did with saving mr banks is playing walt disney and doing an incredible job with that in which he was just a supporting role in that movie and then with captain phillips and probably one of his best roles to date and especially this decade what he did with that one and he was horrendously robbed of an Academy Award nomination at least for that movie when it came out in 2012-2013 and then of course you have Bridge of Spies and then this year of course you have Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood which just I saw the trailer when I saw Rambo Last Blood which I'm going to be reviewing that and Nat Astro in the next few days it's just been really busy guys but I will get those reviews out to you in a little in the next few days but to go back to A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and Tom Hanks just watching him it got a I got a lump in my throat just because of the speech he was giving and, and just it's a supporting role for him and he's still 
he just has this presence over people and inspiring people. And then, of course, you have Toy Story, which this year, just by voice acting, he just brings warmth and, and love into every single role and every single movie that he does. Everything he touches, whether it's gold or not, it's, there's always warmth and love in every role that he does. And I can't wait to see him on that stage. The speech he's going to give is it's going to be endearing. I wouldn't expect anything like a statement like I don't mean he could for all I know but Tom Hanks just doesn't seem like that guy but I'm definitely I wouldn't be surprised to see him just deliver an incredible speech and and, and, I, and I'm so happy that he's receiving this award and I can't again I said it in the beginning of this topic I can't believe he hasn't received this award yet and I hope he gets nominated for best supporting actor I haven't seen a beautiful day in the neighborhood yet but from what I've been hearing from a bunch of people is that it is without a doubt one of the best performances of the year and definitely going to get him nominated for a best supporting role in a movie because it is definitely Matthew Reese's movie and not Tom Hanks's movie as he kind of like we did it with Saving Mr. Banks where he paid Walt Disney he was more of a supporting role kind of like what he's doing with Fred Rogers but once again congratulations to Tom Hanks for being honored with the recipient award for the Cecil B. DeMille I cannot wait to see again he just warms your heart and just being on that stage he will warm my heart for just being Tom Hanks. So congratulations once again to Tom Hanks and his family on receiving the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Guys, what do you think? Are you excited that Tom Hanks is receiving this award? What is your favorite Tom Hanks movie to date? Let me know down below in the comment section and leave your thoughts. Is it Toy Story? Is it any of the Toy Story movies? Is it the Toy Story franchise? Is it big? Is it Philadelphia? Is it Saving Private Ryan? Captain Phillips? Let me know. Now moving on to our final topic, and this is going to go more along the serious lines now, and that has to do with Joker, the new film that is being produced and distributed by Warner Brothers, directed by Todd Phillips, and starring Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, and a, a man named Arthur Fleck who is abused by society and just is somebody who has psychological issues and just is beaten down by the world that he lives in in Gotham City until he descends into madness and goes on a killing spree and becomes the clown prince of crime that is based off of a comic book villain from the Batman universe. And there's been a lot of, from the first trailer and just from the beginning and before even footage was announced or before all the reception came, there was a lot of controversy behind this movie. And now even more so, now that people have seen it from Venice, from Toronto, it won the Venice Film Festival's top prize, The Golden Lion. It is a, without a doubt, a bona fide shoo-in to be a huge front runner at the, this year's Oscar season. It's probably going to get nominated for a bunch of stuff, such as Best Picture potentially with the Golden Lion win. It seems like Joaquin Phoenix is going to be a lock to at least get a nomination for his role in the movie. And Todd Phillips seems like he really has outdone himself again, transitioning from comedy into a very, very serious role and a very serious film for really transitioning. And there's just been a lot of controversy in terms of this movie being great, but at the same time being disturbing and troubling and speaking about our times and people worry about is this going to influence people that do have emo emotional and mental instability and problems and is this going to warrant such violence that we have seen tragically in the past between mass shootings and killings and people are worried about that. And so and today the... The victims of the 2012 mass shooting in Aurora, Colorado, in which a madman went into a theater that was showing the midnight screening of The Dark Knight Rises, 
and shot up the theater that killed a, a lot of people tragically, a lot of young and old lives that were taken way too soon from people and loved ones in those respective families, in which it, it was playing and it it was it was one of the worst shootings at that time, which is really sad to say. And so a lot of for for these people, they decided they, they sent out a letter to Warner Brothers who it's 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 tragically ironic the fact that Warner that the shooting happened during a Warner Brothers movie and that the incident is happening in a Warner Brothers movie now. And so the the victims sent a letter to Warner Brothers asking them while well, they, they, they say that they feel like it's a slap in the face to them that the movie was made and that it's they, they feel like it shouldn't be it shouldn't that, that this movie shouldn't have been made they're not boycotting the release of the movie that they've said they're not boycotting it they're not they, they say it and it's right that everyone's entitled to free speech and to art but they do want something they want to they ask Warner Brothers to donate to groups that help victims of gun violence and try to end political contributions to candidates who take money from the NRA and vote against gun reform and use their the political clout and leverage in Congress to act to, to actively lobby for gun reform. And so they 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 just want they they want a message to get across and they want that message to be across and I think for I anyone is entitled this is why America is great it's it's because we live in a country where everyone's entitled to their opinions to their rights and to free speech and that that is exactly what they're exercising here especially the victims of Aurora and I think if there's any any group anybody who's within their right to feel this way and to send out this message it is the victims of the Aurora Theater Colorado shooting of that theater that tragic night and it's for me I I you know, and it, I was at a midnight screening of The Dark Knight Rises, and that could have been my theater that saw it, or it could have been anybody's theater. It was tragically one that was in Aurora, Colorado, and they are within every inch of their right to feel the way that they do, and that they are within every right to express their feelings for their what they think should happen with this movie and what they want to see happen, the message they want to get across from this movie, that they don't want it to be people that come away from this inspired or take away from that, that they can do something like this. They want it to be that, no, it should be about ending gun violence and ending violence in general, which it should be. That should be a message given throughout. And, but I, and I do think, and, and they agree as well, is that art, art is art in that you, t that, and, and that's the beauty of art. And I think with the Joker, I think that's going to come across when people see it next week is that it's going to be, a very much talked about film and that's a good thing art is subjective and art is to be talked about art is to be expressive art is to be is to be free but at the same time it, it allows for conversations and i think that is what should be taken away from joker positive conversations of how this film while it takes place in the 80s it feels so in tune for how we are as a society today we can learn to change that as, as people for who we are and that's exactly what Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix feel is that this this is a story that they, they don't want to take uh, take it away as somebody who that people should feel emboldened by this but that they should learn from this movie they should take lessons away from this movie and about 
people, especially for a character like Arthur Fleck, who in the beginning is somebody who I think you're going to feel some kind of sympathy for in the beginning because of how he just gets beat down by society until he goes crazy and becomes the clown prince of crime and he does all these horrific things. It's you're not going to root for that. You're going to feel disgusted by it. But I think that's what Todd Phillips and Walking Phoenix want you to feel is that society can just push people in a way that we should come out and be more supportive towards people and help people in the way that they should get help for if you're mentally sick in, in any kind of way. And so I think this Joker is going to be a prime example of art being subjective in positive and negative ways, and I think we got to be ready for that, and I think people are ready for that in the industry, in the critic circle, in just the world in general. People are ready for this movie and ready for the conversations that come with it, whether they're positive or negative. So, again, if, if there's anybody within their right to talk about this and to speak out about it, it is the victims of Aurora, Colorado from that theater because of what happened to them tragically in 2012 on that night when The Dark Knight Rises came out. And that anybody shouldn't have to feel antsy in a movie theater when you're supposed to go in and have an amazing time. You shouldn't feel like you have to search for the exits for any kind of way. You shouldn't feel antsy. You should be able to feel safe in an environment with people who are looking to have an incredible time. And it shouldn't. And what should have been an incredible time ended in in tragedy. And again, my even years later, my heart goes out to the victims of that shooting, and especially for somebody who loves the theater-going experience, who loves movies, to, to kind of see that that home for me be tarnished, tarnished in a way like that, that people are scared to go to a theater and that be, and that somebody decided to, to, to do something horrific in a place like that, to people like that where you should feel safe is, is horrific. And I think the Joker is going to is going to have people talk about that in, in, in a way again. And I think there's going to be conversations that I'll be having here on the podcast and I'll be having with friends and family as the movie comes out. But guys, what do you think about all this with everything that's going on with Joker? Let me know down below in the comment section and leave your thoughts. Guys, that's going to be it for this edition of the Sampa Cell Podcast. Thank you so much for always tuning in. Be sure to check out my channel for more content. You can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, SoundCloud, and much more. And also make sure to tune into the Ambiguous Network, which is what I am on. Will Tereshock is one of the people who got me onto this network. He runs it. He got me onto it. So I always thank him for everything he has helped me through as I get going with this podcast, which is incredible. It's been around for about three to four months, and I thank you guys for always tuning in and listening on the Sam Bissell Podcast, but make sure to tune in to the Ambiguous Network and listen to their amazing shows as well, including mine. Some of their shows that they have are You Mad Bro, which is the number one source to see what the internet is most pissed off about on a weekly basis. You can also check out Goal Driven Professionals, geared toward improving client relations, return on investment, and customer acquisition costs for independent businesses and services. You can also check them on their websites, ambiguousproduction.com, also on Facebook and Twitter, at Real Ambiguous. Also, make sure to follow me on social media on Twitter, at Basel Samuel, that's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L, and on Facebook, at Sam Basel. Thank you guys again so much, and until next time, keep on screening.